Uh, by the way, Rabbi Kanelsky informally made me the chairman of the It Takes Two campaign last Friday. If you missed the conversation, you should go back to it. It's really important because we're trying to help as many people as possible and increase the chesed before Pesach. Someone wrote on the app, I made someone kvel mit zel. I zelled a few shekels to an Israeli kolel couple. It took 10 seconds and it made their Pesach a slightly less stressful one. This initiative is giving me nachas. Thanks, JM and the AM, for making this a priority. Thank you. And yes, if you zell someone 50 bucks, I'm just using that number randomly. If you zell someone or Venmo someone 50 bucks, you know, you know, can use, you know, help with groceries for Pesach. What a tremendous chesed that is. And they're not going to give you a fight. It's not like handing them cash where they're going to fight with you about keeping it. Once you zell it to them, they're not returning it today to you, I don't think. <laughs> um, so great, great, great initiatives. Yeshikoach to everybody. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky is the executive director of Bris Avram. They are always active before every Jewish holiday and every day of the year. But there's nothing like Erev Pesach and Pesach when it comes to Bris Avram. Support them. Brisavram.org. And you can speak to Rabbi Kanelsky's staff at 908-289-0770. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Rabbi Nochem. How are you? Baruch Hashem. You told me Bez Nisan, I know, is the Square Rebbe's yard site, but you also said it was one of the Lubavitcher Rebbe's yard sites, right? Yes, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe Rashab, that was the founder who made the Shiva Seim Chetim with Lubavitch, that there is Lubavitch Yeshiva around the world, was founded by the Rebbe Rashab, and today is his the yard site at 101 years since the Histalkos of the Rebbe Rashab. Wow. Um, I thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about Bris Avram in a moment. Uh, you appointed me the chairman of this Chesed campaign, which I'm I'm wearing the moniker proudly. A lot of people are responding, Baruch Hashem. Oh, by the way, I spoke on Friday to our good friend Marvin Rosenzweig. He's going to go on the air with me and talk about some of the ideas of what people could do for folks on the era, you know, before we get to Pesach. So he's he's another name of somebody who we thought would be appropriate and would be. Uh, Really good to have on and discuss some of the things that people can do uh, to help. One hundred percent. Help. He's a shocking face. He's a good neighbor of mine. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna just gonna try to you know talk about this as much as possible and uh, and see if we can convince people to be um, to be active when it comes to doing chesed before the holiday of Pesach. So did they have chocolate frogs at the seder in uh, in uh, Moscow, Rabbi Kanelsky? What? <laughs> we made a big deal last Thursday about chocolate frogs. It seems that people need to keep the Seder exciting, uh, that no longer are questions enough to make the Seder exciting. Now you need these little uh, uh, maca uh, dolls and, uh, <laughs> and all these different accoutrements, including what we discovered last Thursday, including chocolate frogs. Parv chocolate frogs that people put on the Seder table. What do you think? I think that we decided that the main course is not important. We just <laughs> like the side dishes. That's what the biggest problem is. So I think that let's keep to the main course. And back to what you just said, to convince people to do chesed, God forbid. We don't have to convince nobody. A Jew, the way we are created by God, we want to do chesed. Well, we I just have to have the opportunity yeah. and the proper leads 
where to do it well, and how to do it. But everybody wants to do good. There's no, I would there say, no in the wall. I, 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 I appreciate your optimism. I really do. I'm not kidding. I appreciate your optimism. But sometimes we have to peel away the barriers. Sometimes people have these barriers toward really going out there and doing these random acts of chesed, and sometimes we have to just peel away those barriers so people feel more comfortable doing it. That's all. And therefore, there is a Nachum Sigo show who makes people excited and tell them that with that, that they will do chesed to somebody. They don't do chesed to somebody. They do chesed to themselves. Right, 100%. And a person feels that he's really making himself a good thing, he's becoming excited. Yeah. And that will be the main course. When I feel that I could put a smile on somebody else's face, and that is the most excited thing that ever writes, it's a matona from God, it's a gift of God, that a person is enjoying to do somebody else's chesed. Yeah, look, I told, you. God. Yeah. I told you, my mother who, you know, was raised with no money in her house, what, what she would tell us about Mo's Chitim, what she would tell us about being there for somebody, what, how it makes you feel to do something nice for somebody, Erev Pesach. By the way, last night, not, not to mix up too many topics, but i got to tell you this, Rabbi Kanelsky, I must tell you this. I think you'll be proud of me for this one. Last night I hosted the Shuvu event, Baruch Hashem. They, uh, they're close to their goal. They're, they're close to uh, $1.5 million for the Shuvu schools in Israel. And as you know, the Shuvu schools you know, started by attracting uh, Russian Jewish children who came from the former Soviet Union to Israel. And last night during one of the pitches, I, I did a one-hour live stream watched by people all around the world. During one of the pitches, I said that Stalin and Lenin and, uh, and uh, Khrushchev and Brezhnev and all of them, all of them were sure that the Jewish people that were living in the USSR would never, ever again have a connection to Judaism. They were sure that they have eliminated, active, they actively tried to eliminate. As you know, they took people to jail, as you know. You know what the danger was of Chas Shalom. I shouldn't say Chas Shalom. You know what the danger was if somebody was caught with tefillin, if somebody was caught having a minion, if somebody was caught having a Pesach Seder. You know what happened. And by the way, folks, Remember to tell your children who now don't know about what was going on in the former Soviet Union because it's so long ago. Remember at the Seder to tell them the sacrifice Jews made under those circumstances to have a clandestine Seder. Anyway, Stalin, Lenin, Brezhnev, uh, Khrushchev, all of them were confident that they will eliminate all of Yiddishkeit from the millions and millions of people that were of Jewish heritage, Jewish descent living in the former Soviet Union. And now, Rabbi Kanelsky, you know plenty of people right here in New Jersey and New York, you know plenty of people who are from the former Soviet Union. How many of them have gone from having families that had nothing to do with Yiddishkeit and now Baruch Hashem, at the minimum, are doing important mitzvahs, bris milah and tefillin and Pesach Seder? Some of them, Baruch Hashem, sending their children to Jewish schools and transforming their families into real Jewish families. How amazing has it been for you to see this incredible transition? I think that this is an amazing thing, not just for me, but for Klawis Royal. Because every single Jew is a part of Klawis Royal. Then if somebody is not yet in that derech, then the Klawis Royal is not completed. And we all, as, a, as an Achrayus, Klawis Royal are really there, 
we have to do everything to fulfill the prophecy of that of that every single Jew and no Jew will be left behind. But you mentioned before all the people that were trying to take away from us Yiddishkeit. They were not the first ones. It started with Pari. And with the, ta- the Taylor writes specifically, Pari was trying to make that the Jewish people should not multiply. Right. And the Rebbeinu Shalom showed the opposite. This party is just a different name. It was in Russia. And he was trying for 70 years to take away every spark of Yiddishkeit from all of us. But today we see not just that these people became much more religious in Teiromitras, but the most excited is, as we spoke about it on Sunday also, that they becoming, as the Gemara says, Tefeach al They are influencing other people. Yeah. I had association of a few weeks ago of a person who influenced somebody else to make a breeze. And after the breeze, he said to the person, I want you to start putting film also. And he called me before, and we bought it film. The man is 50 years old. And after the breeze, he put the first time film. And he, Baruch Hashem, every day since then, we are on Zoom, putting on film every single day. <laughs> wow. You know, the telephone... We have to use up that opportunity for good things. Yep. And every single day I call him and we say the brochas and we say shma and I see everything, how he puts this film is wonderful and beautiful. But then I had a conversation with the personal influence. He says, Rabbi, you have to be proud of me. I was the first one to put in film in my house. And he came even before the breed. I put on him film. Oh, yeah. And I say to myself, this is the great, the greatest revenge that there is against all the parties. You call them any name you want, but they are still parties. This party of Brezhnev and Khrushchev and all of them. And I was in Russia at that time when he was the leader. Then I want to tell you that to see these Jews are putting fuel on somebody else, influencing somebody else to make a breeze and saying to him, don't worry, I just made a breeze by myself 15 years ago then it's not something that is not used. And then he says, I think you should also make a chupa, because me and my wife made a chupa just five years ago, and I think it's time for you also now to make a chupa after the brief. It's much more powerful that these people influencing than a rabbi influence. Yep. And, I, I sa- and I said it many, many times, and I will repeat it in the name of a m- big mentor of mine. I'm sure you remember he was also in the radio a personality, Rabbi J.J. Hecht. Sure. And he says that after the Het Ha'egel, the Rebbeinu Shalom says to Meisha Rabbeinu that he should pick up the Eden, elevate them, and bring them to Eretz Yisrael. And Meisha Rabbeinu says to the Rebbeinu Shalom back, Rei Atoy Meir Elai, Ha'awa you saying to me, elevate that nation, and you did not tell me who you're going to stand with me. And his Rabbi Hecht asked, what is Moshe Rabbeinu looking? A bodyguard, a chauffeur limousine. What exactly he says to the Rabbeinu Shalom? 
And he answered the following. When I will come to the Jewish people and I will tell them after the Cheto Ego, guys, you are sinners. You made a sin. Right after Martin Taylor, right after Kriyat Yamtov, you had the nerve to make an idol worship. This will be horrible. What did they tell me? Moshe, you are a preaching rabbi. This is your job. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Tishwachimi. Send with me some laymen. I need the business people to say to the people to do mitzvahs. And this is what the whole campaign is. One Jew should encourage another Jew. We don't need the rabbi to encourage. The rabbi does his job. But when a Jew is encouraging another Jew, the same person who is with him in the same business, either he is doing with him any business, says to him, you know what? Our job is to help a, a third Jew. The rabbi says, when two Jewish people are getting together, the purpose is to help a third Jew. Yeah. Then this is what has to be done before Pesach. And as you said, your mother did it. My mother, Rosanne did it. Every single Jewish woman did it. Every single Jewish man did it. We are now left 14 days, less than 14 days even to Pesach, less than two weeks. We have to make sure that no Jew will be left behind. No Jew will not have for the night of Pesach. Right. Every single Jew has the obligation to go find, buy, get a neighbor. I'm sure there is still Jewish people in New York area, in New Jersey area, in every place that you hear Nachum Siegel that don't have yet Shmure Matzah. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski is with us, brisavram.org, brisavram.org, 908-289-0770. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I have to ask you because everybody wants to know and I'm sure everybody wants to help sponsor and support. We know what happened last year. And your Sturm, which are so amazing with hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, unfortunately, uh, that type of Seder couldn't happen. You had to deliver whatever you could deliver to as many people as possible, and many of them were alone. We know what happened last year. Is anything different? Is anything different this year for Seder night? On this moment, we sent the Tobias Pavlia Pesach Seder in Fairlawn, but I don't think here in Hillside will not be a pace of Seder. Well, Jersey City also will not be a pace of Seder. Tinek will also not have a pace of Seder because the people are, the elderly people are so, so afraid to go and to be in a public place. And I will be honest with you, I'm by myself very afraid of everything. And the only thing what we're doing, and not only thing, the best thing is I announced Shabbos and I, I was so happy to see, I'm not saying surprised, but happy, how many people volunteers came and said, Rabbi, we will deliver the food to the family. Wow. You just give us the lease, we will deliver. I will take away one day of my work, and I will go from door to door to the elderly people. I will deliver the matzah and gefilte fish and grape juice and shmure matzah and, and chicken, whatever you prepare packages, and our office prepares packages to deliver to elderly people that should be able to have a place of Seder in their home with a brochure within, in, in Russian that gives you step-by-step a guideline what exactly you have to do. Especially this year with RFA, with RFA, with Shabbos Kedesh, with when to search the Chomet, our office prepared a, guide, a, a Russian guide that you could get to know exactly how to do the entire place of Seder. You know, Rabbi Kanelsky brings up a good point, everybody. 
Now that uh, last year had its own problems, we know. It was a very long yunt, if we know. It was very lonely for a lot of people, we know. This year, uh, not only do people have to um, take care of others who might be lonely during the three days in Chutzlaritz, but in addition to that, as Rykonelsky pointed out, uh, there are special uh, instructions for this year. Normally, Badika's chametz, a search for the chametz, would be the night before Pesach. This year, it's Friday night. We can't do it the night before Pesach. You have to do Badika's chametz on Thursday night. When do you burn the chametz? When do you say kol chamira? What's the procedure Shabbos morning? Rabbi Kanelsky, it's an unusual Shabbos morning next week, right? It's, a, it's very different than what we're used to. People need to know what to do. So you've prepared in English and Russian these these brochures that explain to everybody exactly what to do on this unique era of Pesach that's coming up next week. I, I I don't even know. I don't know if you have a number. I guess maybe the website has it, but everybody out there, you have an opportunity to really help support the work of Bris Avram. We encourage it. Um, usually we're asking you to support the public Durham that Bris Avram makes for so many thousands of people in all these different locations put together. Uh, some of those might take place, as Rakanelsky said, but the majority of them will not. So please support Bris Avram in its attempt to get the matzah the grape juice, the wine, the chickens, the eggs, whatever's necessary to someone uh, this Pesach, 908-289-0770, and of course, brisavram.org. I, I, will, I will add one more thing. My office called up every single person, elderly people, and said we are going to bring. That, I, I thought that the telephones would be very fast. Just confirm your home, this is the hours, and this. The people were so excited to hear that we did not forget about them. Wow. After the whole thing, that they said, oh, wow, you're going to come to my house? You're going to bring me masses? You're going to think about me? And you're not afraid to go out just to make sure I have faith? And they, that gave them new life. We cannot imagine how much is it for an elderly, lonely person who made majority of them did not even had an opportunity to have a meal with the grandchildren for the past year. And now comes somebody and brings them everything. You know, as you said about next Shabbos, the unique Shabbos, some people have a problem. I spoke about it, and people say, oh, Rabbi, we have to have come to Shabbos at 7 o'clock in the morning? This is, this is ridiculous. And this is, some people have that problem, that you have to come at a pace at 7 o'clock. I said, but then you have eight hours of sleep in the afternoon. <laughs> By the way, you know what you remind me of, Rabbi? You know what you remind me of? I once heard Mendelevich describe what he did in order to make Minion on Shabbos, how he walked in the snow and how long it took, you know, one of these stories that he told. I think it was just to be with his Rebbe. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember... And I said to myself, how dare I complain? <laughs> how dare I complain? <laughs> and believe me, I'm still complaining. But how dare I complain about how long shul is and about how long it takes to get there and how early it is? <laughs> You're talking about how long is shul? My father used to go every Shabbos Mavorchim. Shabbos Mavorchim, once a month, to be able to say Tehillim with a minion and to down with a minion two hours. That is winter or summer, two hours to walk. It was two train stops to be able to be with Noch Sidim to Daven together. <sighs> to walk two hours, not to Daven two hours. On the way back, he used to he was there the whole Shabbos. Most of the Shabbos, he used to take a train to come home. 
this is Messiah's Nefesh for a mitzvah. And in the merit that, of that Messiah's yeah. Nefesh, we left Russia. And in the merit of Messiah's Nefesh of, uh, in Egypt, that Bishus Toshim Titkoni is that they had to believe, we left Egypt. And in the merit of us, that we will keep the main course and not think about the chocolate frog, <laughs> but we'll think how to bring a stickle shmurimata to our neighbor, we will get out from this bitter goal, from this bitter corona, and we'll be greeting Moshiach Titkenu before Pesach, and we'll sit together in Roshalayim and Rakedesh, and we'll be in Abstochim and in Azvochim, and we'll be the proper Korban Pesach. So I guess I can't ask you about uh, amusement parks in Moscow during Cholamoid Pesach, huh? I can't ask you that either. Uh, you, you see, when you're coming to a main court, to a restaurant, <laughs> and you see the, the, the side no, but that's are, are distracting, <laughs> not extracting, but no, distracting. I know, but this is a little different, because it, it is part of Simchus Yontif when the kids have a good time Cholamoid with their family. I'm just, I'm just making fun, and I always bring up that, you know, that, 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 that to us, as you just said, to us, that's a priority. And uh, when you were growing up in Moscow, unfortunately, there was no such thing as uh, as Cholamoid trips that were a priority in terms of uh, using them for a, l- a little bit of simplicity. But let me out. tell you, you could combine it. You take your child, first of all, to a neighbor to deliver matzah. Sure, of course. Then you say to the child, 100%. for that great mitzvah that you did, 100%. I will take you also to a museum park. 100%. You could combine everything. I am, I am completely in favor of that. Completely in favor of that. Rabbi Kanelsky, we have a minute left, and I just have to say one thing. Brezhnev is in the dustbin of history. God knows the suffering he went through up there and deserved every bit of it. Meanwhile, you will be sitting with generations next Matzah Shabbos speaking about and you'll be saying that with wine, with the with the greatest royal drink, and you'll be saying that with matzah. And you're not going to look at, at, at the matzah as lechem oni at that moment. You're going to look at the matzah as something very, very precious. Brezhnev is, Brezhnev is gone, and you're sitting with generations that are mamish doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked us to do after Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. And let's remember, Am Yisroel went through all turbulence, but we are the only nation that is alive, Am Yisroel Chai. Yeah. And we will, all this generation, as the Rebbe said, these children that made here in America, as he used to call them the Shakalatne children, with the Shakashokovat frag, will greet Moshiach <laughs> and will say, Zei Keli Van Vehu. Yes, you need the chocolate also. Let all the children have a lot of chocolate. I was deprived to have chocolate because there was no kosher chocolate in my time in Russia. <laughs> but these children of America, let them have a lot of chocolate and let them give shmure matze to neighbors. And for each shmure matze that he gives to our neighbors, let them buy an extra uh, an extra frack of chocolate. Yeah, agreed. I'll I'll think of you next Matzah Shabbos. I'm going to be thinking of you next Matzah Shabbos. I won't be thinking... Not thinking. I, we will be together in Roshavai, Loch. Emir Tashem. But I will not be thinking of Brezhnev. I'll be thinking of you and millions of others that uh, that made sure to keep our amazing Jewish tradition and heritage alive with the Messiris Nefesh that you described. Thank you, Rabbi Kanelski. Uh, Rabbi Kanelski is available. And please, another opportunity to support a good cause. 
He's going to be spending the next 13 days or 12 days, whatever it is, between now and uh, and Erev Shabbos Hagadol. He's going to be spending bringing people shmura matzah, wine and grape juice, whatever they need for Yuntif. Please support his efforts. Call him up and say, Rabbi, here, here's money for 10 pounds of matzah. That's it. We have to relieve Rabbi Kanelsky also of some of the pressure he has of, of these thousands and thousands of pounds of matzah he has to give out. 908-289-0770, brisavram.org. Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. 